I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Arsenal versus Crystal Palace, Sunday, October the 27th, Premier League, 4.30pm. Contents. Head coach. Captain. Voice of Arsenal. Player feature. Academy, Women, Notice Board, Culture Club, Community, Visitors, Match Action, Victoria, My Arsenal, Teams. We have very good scouting at the club to identify the right players and we are very happy with what Pepe has shown us. We know we are waiting for more but it's one process and little by little He's improving. We know that Pepe is patient, so we need to help him and protect him because sometimes he can feel like he's playing under pressure. For us and for me, when we are all ready to play under pressure is when we can really improve. I think we deserve to win that game, but Vittoria played really well. Going into that game, we knew that a lot of the Portuguese sides are known for their organisation, and they showed this on Thursday with that structure. Throughout my career, every time I've faced Portuguese teams, I've always found them difficult to play against. And last season, we drew with Sporting 0-0. I was actually talking to Edo uh, about that beforehand. We used different players, a mix of experience and youth, and some players were maybe more nervous than normal. But it's experience for them. Because we've had two wins in the competition already. Going into that game, I wanted to use different players to give them the confidence and the minutes. There were more positives than negatives, but I want to focus only on the positives and take that into today's game. Crystal Palace are playing very well at the moment. They've got a lot of good players. They're very organised and they have a really strong defensive structure. They're a side who are very dangerous in transition, And they've won a lot of away matches in difficult scenarios, including this same fixture last season. We remember that game and how they were able to beat us, but we need to focus on ourselves and this season, not last season. Crystal Palace are just one point behind us in the table at the moment, and they deserve to be there because they've been playing well. We know it's going to be difficult, but right now we're feeling strong with all of you, our supporters at Emirates Stadium. And we feel that we can battle strongly with any team. One player who caused us trouble last season was Wilfred Zahar. He's a very good player. He's very experienced and he's proven to be the difference in a lot of matches for Crystal Palace. Both against us and other teams. This season he would try and do the same again. But we have to have the players to stop him. 
and we have to impose our capacity, quality and organisation. We have a lot of players with a really strong mentality and we want to transmit the energy from our supporters into this performance today. We want to play our way in a number of different and difficult matches and the first opportunity for us is to do this today. Finally, I want to repeat the club's views on anti-racism. Football has a big place and a strong voice in the world. So when we see or hear something that isn't right, we need to use that voice. We cannot tolerate discrimination. Arsenal is for everyone. And football is everyone's game. The captain, Granit Xhaka. The skipper was impressed with our spirit on Thursday. Having all been so disappointed after losing at Sheffield United on Monday night, it was really important for us to get that game out of our system and make sure we used the fact that we had a game so soon after to positive effect. You won't be surprised to read that Vittoria gave us our most difficult game of the group stage so far. They made it tough for us all evening. They had incredible support and we know that we can play a lot better, but what was most important in the end was our attitude, and I thought that was right throughout. During the course of a season you will have games where everything comes together, where you're in top form and the opponent doesn't have an answer for it, but you also have matches where it's difficult, where you have to dig in and keep fighting, keep believing in yourselves. That's what impressed me a lot about the performance on Thursday. The spirit and attitude on the pitch shone through at a time when we needed to respond and we kept pushing until we got our reward. It's not the first time this season that we've come back from a big disappointment by battling back in the next match. That's exactly the approach we need, doing everything we can to avoid frustrating results but making sure that we respond at the first possible chance when we do suffer a disappointment, no matter how. I think I speak for all of us when I say how delighted I was for Nico on Thursday night. In my notes for the Victoria game, I spoke about his quality, and he showed that in style with those two late free kicks. I wasn't at all surprised to see him step up and curl them in, though, because it's something we see a lot of on the training pitch. Nico is a guy who often stays behind after training, working on perfecting his technique, both at free kicks but also his general finishing. We've got such an exciting player in our ranks and I'm sure he's going to give us many more moments like Thursday night. His attitude and approach has also impressed me and I'm really pleased that he showed what he can do against Vittoria. We were all happy to see Gabby get another goal on Thursday too. The start he's made to his time here cannot be underestimated. He's adapted so quickly and has immediately become an important player for us. When you watch him play, you forget that he's still a teenager, that he's only been here for a few months. He seems to be good at everything. His movement and general technique is excellent and he's been scoring goals with his feet and his head. Everything is going really well for him right now. When you're making your way as a professional, you will go through ups and downs, but Gabby is in a position where he has plenty of senior players around him who have made that step up, which will help him. He has lots of support around him, as do all our young players breaking into the squad. 
The effect of beating Victoria is that we are now in a really strong position in the group with nine points from three games. That was our target at the start of the season and now we have to make sure that we finish the job off and make sure we top the group. Let's take those positives into today's game. Crystal Palace are an opponent we know well. Defensively, they are compact. They are able to absorb pressure and they can be hard to break down. Our job is to do that, to start on the front foot and make our mark on the game. When we express ourselves going forward, we can be very difficult to stop. There's so much attacking talent in this squad, so let's show that from the first whistle and make sure we leave the pitch with three points. Finally, I know the Premier League are continuing to highlight their No Room for Racism campaign this weekend. For all of us at Arsenal, that message is absolutely clear. We are an inclusive club here, and that's one of our biggest strengths. At Arsenal, you are welcome no matter how you look or where you're from. We are a multicultural group here, both on the pitch, in our offices and in the stands. That inclusivity strengthens us and is a vital part of our identity. If you ever do encounter any form of racism at a match involving us, make sure you report it. Thanks for your support. Voice of Arsenal. Premier League. Arsenal. Arsenal for everyone. Embracing diversity and equality. Kick it out. Tackling racism and discrimination. No room for racism. There's no room for racism. The Premier League is making it clear there is no room for racism as they continue to work with all clubs, fans, EFA, EFL, PFA, Kick It Out and the police to tackle discrimination across all areas of football. You will see evidence of the latest phase of the initiative at today's game emphasising that racist conduct is not tolerated and urging supporters to take action. If you see it, report it. Ongoing work includes reviewing how offenders are identified, investigated and sanctioned. Education also takes place through rehabilitation programmes. Senior stewards have been trained in evidence gathering at matches through the use of technology, such as increased CCTV coverage at grounds and body camps to inhibit offending behaviour and aid the identification of offenders. The Premier League is also developing additional training for stewards to ensure they are empowered and equipped to deal with discrimination at matches. Football is putting pressure on social media companies to tackle the issue of racism on their platforms. In addition, the league is working with its BAME participants advisory group to ensure the views of BAME players and coaches are heard and to help inform ongoing work. Premier League Interim Chief Executive Richard Masters said, Our fans share the belief that racism has no place in football or wider society, but discrimination still exists among a minority. We will not tolerate racism in any form and urge anybody who witnesses racist behaviour to report it. If anybody witnesses racist behaviour at a match or around a stadium, they can report it to a steward or the police, as well as via the Kick It Out reporting app. For more information, visit www.premierleague.com forward slash report racism. Report it. 
discriminatory chanting and antisocial behaviour is offensive to all fans and not tolerated. If you witness any form of offensive behaviour, you can report it to a steward or use our See Something, Say Something service by texting FOUL to 67777 together with a description of the incident. We are proud of the diverse nature of our team, our fans and wider community. Thank you for your support. Text FOUL to 67777. PROG FACT Did you know the programme is printed in seven sections? Specifically, pages 3 to 18, 19 to 34, 35 to 50, 51 to 66, 67 to 82. The cover section, pages 1, 2, 83 and 84 and the poster. This allows us to print the programme over a whole week. Important when we have a game on a Thursday night. So sections 3 to 18 and 67 to 82 didn't get sent to our printers until Friday. For the real print anoraks out there, you may be interested to know that Thursday's Vittoria program was also printed in seven sections. But because it was saddle-stitched staples rather than perfect bound, the sections are completely different. We won't bore you with the numbers. Adidas. Bag it. In every domestic programme this season, the club's kit partner, Adidas, are giving away small duffel bags. Just answer this question to be in with a chance of winning. Which striker played for Arsenal, Crystal Palace and Morocco? Email your answer, including your full name and address, to programme at arsenal.co.uk or tweet at AFC Programme. All entries to us by Friday, November the 1st, please. One entry per person. Welcome to Walk and Talkers. A warm welcome to all those supporters who walked from Selhurst Park today. Both sets of fans were involved in the hashtag Walk and Talk events, which are about recognition of mental health issues and uniting football fans as one to come together to try and make a difference. Not only do the hashtag Walk and Talk events raise awareness of these issues, but they also create environments for people of all ages, backgrounds and genders to connect with others, talk about how they are feeling and demonstrate that it is okay to open up if you are in a bad place and are in need of some support. It's the third such event organised by Crystal Palace fans. To find out more information about these events, please contact Paul at HC15 on tour or Jake at JakeCore14 on Twitter. Support for the Islington Food Bank Everyone at the club and Islington Food Bank would like to thank the many supporters who took the time and effort to bring items to the stadium today for the food bank. We're sure fans will have seen a significant amount of produce at the Thierry Henry statue. Your generosity to those many people who struggle to provide for themselves and their families is admirable. Today's match ball sponsor. Celebrating Dylan Ellery's 11th birthday and 11th year as a massive Arsenal fan. Dylan is celebrating at the game today with his sister Marlee, Father James and Grandad Rod. All huge Arsenal fans. Bournemouth match ball sponsor. Sam Caminiti was the match ball sponsor for the Bournemouth game. He had flown 20 hours from Perth, Western Australia to watch the game. 
and no one was prouder to see the mighty Gunners win than this 12-year-old who had chosen to support Arsenal when he was just six years old. Ref Watch Our referee this afternoon is Martin Atkinson from Drylington, West Yorkshire. The 48-year-old has both Champions League and World Cup experience and has officiated over 400 games since 2002. This will be our fourth Premier League meeting with Atkinson this season. He took charge of our 1-0 win over Newcastle on the opening day, our 2-2 draw in the North London derby, and most recently our 1-0 win over Bournemouth. In eight Premier League fixtures this season, Atkinson has awarded three penalties and booked 26 players. He's yet to brandish a red card. Atkinson will be accompanied by Lee Betts and Peter Kirkup as his assistant referees, while Tim Robinson will be the fourth official. Jared Gillet will be our designated VAR with Neil Davis as his assistant. Need a goal? We know a guy. Eddie Nicotier just can't stop scoring. The 20-year-old may have started on the bench last Tuesday, but that didn't stop him from bagging a late equaliser for Leeds as they drew 1-1 at Preston. The hosts went into the lead after 74 minutes when Tom Barkhusen converted after being set up by Sean McGuire. Nicotier then came off the bench with 13 minutes to play and scored in the closing stages, connecting with a cross from the left wing, courtesy of Josh Harrison. Eddie's looping header beat Declan Rudd and ensured the points were shared. Nicotier has now scored five goals in just 386 minutes of action for Leeds, making him their top scorer across all competitions. Going into this weekend, he's yet to start a championship fixture for Marcello Bielsa's side. Keep it up, Eddie. Schaefe gets off the mark. Ben Schaaf scored his first goal for Doncaster Rovers on Tuesday night as they ran out 7-1 away winners over Southend. The hosts actually took the lead through Isaac Hutchinson's free kick in the 11th minute, just minutes after being reduced to 10 men after Ethan Hamilton was shown a red card. Kwame Thomas levelled the scores before Schaaf put Doncaster in front with a deflected volley. Thomas then found the net again in the 53rd minute to make it 3-1. Just seconds before Southend saw Stephen McLaughlin sent off for their second red card of the night. Ben Whiteman and Kieran Sadlier both struck to take the score to 5-1 before Alfie May made it 6. Nathan Ralph scored an own goal in added time to take the scoreline to 7-1 in Doncaster's favour. The 21-year-old has now featured in 11 League One fixtures for the Rovers this season, winning five and drawing four. Well played, Ben. Saliba starts again. William Saliba's exceptional 2019-20 season continued on Sunday, marshalling Saint-Étienne to a hard-fought 1-0 victory over Bordeaux. Dennis Bugana scored the winning goal in injury time as Saliba commanded the back line and played a key role in continuing Claude Pouls' winning start with Le Verts. The 18-year-old missed the start of the season through injury, but his return to full fitness has certainly been worth the wait for the Liga 1 side. 
Without Saliba in 2019, St Etienne have played 17 games, winning 4 and drawing 5, in addition to conceding 29 goals. They failed to register a single clean sheet without him in the side. With Saliba, St Etienne have played 12 league fixtures, winning 10 and losing 2. During this time, they've kept 9 clean sheets and conceded just 4 times, picking up 30 points from a possible 36. Encouraging signs ahead of his move to North London in the summer. Picture of the week. Matteo Guendouzi is your September Player of the Month. The France Under-21 International had a superb month, delivering an inspirational second-half performance as we came back to draw 2-2 with Tottenham. Guendouzi was also the driving force as we twice came from behind to beat Aston Villa 3-2. The 20-year-old won a penalty that Nicolas Pepe converted before laying on an assist for Callum Chambers. Guendouzi received 48% of the votes cast, with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang finishing in second place and Chambers in third. This tops an incredible month for our youngster, who has also been nominated for the Golden Boy Award and the 2019 Coffer Trophy. Read more from Matteo on page 21. Supporters Forum Meeting The first Supporters Forum of the season was held in the Highbury Suite recently. Head of Football Raul Sanlehi, Managing Director Vinay Venkatesham and other senior club representatives joined forum members for a two-hour discussion. Raul explained the approach behind the summer transfer window and stated that everyone at the club was confident our squad is stronger than last season with our key ambition this season to qualify for the UEFA Champions League. He reinforced the importance to our strategy of developing young players which is being seen on the pitch and said everyone at the club was optimistic we will have a good season. Vinay updated on safe standing. He outlined that we are doing detailed work to be ready if the government were to change legislation to permit safe standing. Our internal analysis has highlighted challenges finding a suitable area of the lower tier to create a safe standing area without creating capacity loss. He explained we have now instructed external experts to look into the topic in more detail and provide a third-party view to be discussed further by the forum. Ticketing and Services Director Ivan Wursel explained to the forum some of the steps we are taking to combat ticket touting. This includes using sophisticated technology to identify rogue buying patterns, dedicated resource working on this matter and mystery shopping. He said any Arsenal member found to be selling their ticket on will have their membership cancelled. Ivan also gave an update on work being done on our ticket exchange service, including updating technology to allow the exchange to stay open until three hours before kick-off, which will launch later this year. Work is also underway with Apple on creating mobile tickets. Other items discussed included the impact on fans travelling to the UEFA Europa League final in Baku, what Arsenal does around giving young people employment opportunities and our interfaith programmes. Full minutes of the forum are at www.arsenal.com forward slash fanzone forward slash supporters dash forum. New Sign Language Service 
Arsenal has become one of the first Premier League clubs to launch a new service for deaf and hard of hearing fans that use British Sign Language, BSL. BSL fans will now be able to liaise directly with the club from the Arsenal website via a video link to a fully qualified Sign V BSL interpreter who will relay the conversation in real time to the club's fan services team. Fans can use this service to make inquiries, purchase tickets, contact the Arsenal shop, disability liaison team, customer service helpline and book stadium tours. Arsenal, league champions, 1930 33, 1933-34, 1933-34, 1934-35, 1937-38, 1947-48, stroke 1952-53, stroke 1970-71, stroke 1988-89, stroke 1990-91, stroke 1997-98, stroke 2001-02, stroke 2003-04. Stroke FA Cup winners, 1930-1936-1950. 1971, 1930-1936, 1950-1960, 1970-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-1971, 1971-
He was then called up for senior France squad for the first time. He followed that being voted our Player of the Month for September and was included on the 20 Strong shortlist for the prestigious Golden Boy Award, open to all players in European football under the age of 21. Most recently, he was revealed as one of the nominees for the FIFA Young World Player of the Year, and that's going to be announced in December. But Matteo's immediate ambitions are clear to help get the Gunners back to winning ways in the Premier League when we take on Crystal Palace this afternoon. Firstly, Matteo, congratulations on being named Arsenal.com Player of the Month for September. Thanks. I'm hugely proud because it's a reward for all the good work I did throughout the month. It shows that I've really helped the team and contributed a lot. It's an award that is very important to me. Would you say your performance against Tottenham was one of your best games for the club so far? Yes, I think it was one of my best matches, especially as it was a derby. It's a fixture that means so much to me and everybody at the club. Playing very well against Tottenham was very important for me. It was crucial and now I hope to replicate the sort of performance against other sides. I nearly scored too. It was close indeed. I hit the post and the goalkeepers had to make saves against me quite a few times now. But I will get among the goals and once I do, I hope there will be many more to follow. That game showed how you can really drive a team on over 90 minutes. Where do you think your determination and physical energy comes from? It's down for my love of the jersey. I've been very happy here ever since I joined and I gave everything to the club, my teammates, the staff, the fans and everyone who loves Arsenal. I'm always giving my all on the pitch and trying to produce my best performances to win as many games as I can. We know your dad was a karate instructor. How did that help your fitness? What level did you reach? I think it really helped me in terms of my mentality. Being a fighter on the pitch and always wanting to win, I got stuck into duels in a bid to really help the team. Karate has helped me a lot in that regard. When I was young, I came third in a karate competition in France, which was great, but it was difficult to combine football and karate. I certainly have very fond memories of doing karate. Have you ever employed any elements of karate in football? In terms of my flexibility, I'd say I'm more flexible on the pitch, which is a great help as my fitness. Karate is is very intense, so I think that's why I'm able to make such a big effort and have that warrior-like mentality. You may have been Arsenal.com's Player of the Month for September, but Uber won the award for the Premier League. Is he an inspiration for you? Of course, he's an absolute fantastic player. I think he's among the best strikers in the world. We saw how much he helped us last year and he finished as top goalscorer in the league. He's been contributing so much to the team this season as well. He's a very important player for us and for me personally because he gives me plenty of advice on and off the pitch. He has really helped me improve as a player and I appreciate and admire him. As a midfielder, do you look at his game and try and use elements of how he plays to help you in that attacking respect? Yes, of course. When I'm on the ball, I always try to move forward and I look out for him calling for it. 
We know that if we find him in the right place with just the goalkeeper to, to beat, he has a 90% chance of scoring. That's why he gets so many goals. He creates so many chances. He's a player I look for when I'm on the ball, of course. Another 20-year-old you are now frequently playing alongside is Joe Willock. What do you like about Joe as a player? He's a very good player with a fantastic technique. He loves contributing to the team going forward. We've seen him score goals and he has a huge impact in that final third. And that's when he does the damage, when he's a top player. And he helps us a lot as the season progresses. Crystal Palace have had a great start this season with wins at Old Trafford and the London Stadium. How do you see this game going? We know they're a good side with some very good players. We know they'll be hard to break down, but we just need to focus on our own team and what we need to do. If we put all those ingredients in place, I hope we'll get the win. But we know they're a good team. How well do you know Jordan from your time at Lorient? He's a striker who scored plenty of goals for Lorient. And when he was in League One, I was still young at the academy. But he was a striker who helped the team stay up. He helped the club with his goals. He helped with assists. So he's a very good player. How highly do you rate Wilfred Zahar? He is a very good player when it comes to the one-on-one situation. Dribbling and being clinical. He also scores plenty of goals. And he gets lots of assists. We know he's among the top attacking players in the Premier League. He's an excellent player who really helps out his team. So we know he's someone to keep a close eye on. He's a very good player, but then we have to focus on ourselves. We're aware of the fact that he's one of the best attacking players in the division. When you were with France under-21 squad for the recent internationals, how much did you enjoy being in the senior squad in the previous break? I already knew some of the players in the national team. So when I got to meet everybody else, it went really well. It was a dream to me to be part of the senior squad. And that's just a start. It's now down to me to play well for Arsenal, to get more call-ups to the senior squad will be fantastic. Finally, how much of an honour has it been to be nominated for the 2019 Golden Boy Award? It shows that I've been working hard at Arsenal and I've also done well at the international level. I think it's a reward for the hard work that I've done at this club and the good displays that I've produced. But it also reflects my progress in training and how much I've come on as a player here. It's a reward for all my hard work and I'm hugely proud to be part of the 20 players under the age of 21 who's been nominated by the Golden Boy Award. It's fantastic. There are some super players on this list. We know that there are players like Matthias, Delete, De Jerve, Defender, Felix. These are fantastic players. And it's a wonderful award for whoever ends up winning it. I'm happy to be among the, the 20 nominations and I hope to finish as high as possible. It'll be a reward for my hard work with Arsenal and my good performance on the pitch. So, it's a positive thing for me. Arsenal Academy. Young Gun, Alex Kirk. Around the Academy, the rise of Buke Osaka. Remember Rhys Murphy. Match reports to London derbies. Young Gun, Alex Kirk, talking to Aidan Small. The Basics, born Stevenage, October the 27th, 2002. Joined Arsenal as an under-11. Height and weight, 191 centimetres, 85 kilos. Position, central defender. All things considered, 
I think I've adjusted really well to the demands of full-time football so far. It was gutting to pick up an injury so early on in the season, but since I've come back into it, I think I've integrated really well into the side and I'm finding my place in the squad. It was very hard being off the pitch for a while, but it reminds you just how hungry you are to get back out there and prove yourself. I've since played three games for the under-18s, and I think I've made a solid start. When you first come into the side, you've obviously got to find your feet and get comfortable with your surroundings and teammates, but now I feel like I'm able to play my game. Having re-watched those matches to see how I can improve, I feel like I was a little tentative by my own standards, but I know that I can step things up. These games weren't my first taste of under-18 football, though. I actually made my debut as a 15-year-old back in May 2018 in a 2-2 draw with Chelsea. I played a full 90 minutes, and that was an incredible experience. Since then, I feel like I've become so much stronger and faster, and I've developed far greater awareness both on and off the ball, but I've got to keep that up and there's a few things I really want to improve this season. Recently, I've been working a lot on my defending in one-on-one situations and my passing accuracy through the lines and going forwards. These are things that are almost synonymous with being an Arsenal defender. When you dominate possession and play like Arsenal do, you need to make every pass count and be ready to handle counter-attacking situations. Because of that, I really admire Socrates and Rob Holding. Socrates is clearly such a leader in the team, and he's great in one-versus-one situations, while Rob is a brilliant ball-playing defender. I like to dominate aerial duels, and I'm pretty comfortable on the ball, so I'm trying to take little bits of their game and add it to mine. I do the same when I'm watching football on TV too. For example, Liverpool were playing the other night and I was watching Virgil van Dijk's every move. I really admire him as a player and what he brings to the team, but at the same time, when I'm relaxing at home watching football with my family, I do make sure to just sit back and enjoy it. That's actually one of the things I've noticed most about going full-time, the amount of free time you have in the evenings. Obviously, when you're at school, you're there all day with your set timetable and then you have to play your football in the evening. So, now that I'm training in the day, I'm having to find new hobbies and new things to do outside of football. I've been at the club since I was 10 years old, so to be here as a first-year scholar is pretty special. I was first spotted by Arsenal at the end of the under-10 season and they continued scouting me for a little while longer. I was playing Sunday league football in Nebworth and from there I was scouted when I was playing for my school team. I remember being scouted by West Ham too, but it was always Arsenal for me. In Sunday league I was more of a midfielder that loved to drive forward and score, but when you step into academy football you can realise that sometimes you may be better off in another position. I obviously play in defence now and have done for a while and I absolutely love it. It's a really exciting time to be at the club. 
I've only got to look one year above me and Bakayo Osaka is showing what he can do in the first team. He's playing really, really well. He was still playing under-18s football this time last year. With that in mind, I'm wanting to play as many games as possible for the under-18s this season and then hopefully I can work my way into the under-23s. I've got to take the chance if it comes my way. Alex Kirk, the lowdown. My earliest memory of football, playing Sunday football in Ebworth. First footballer I looked up to, Cristiano Ronaldo. Team supported as a child, Manchester United. Who got me into playing? Family and friends. Best goal I've seen? Messi against Bilbao. Best goal I've ever scored? Against Southampton from 35 yards. Best player you've ever faced? Yusufa Mokoku, Borussia Dortmund. Best game you've ever had? A match against Swansea. Best moment of career so far? Getting my scholarship. Another sport I'm good at? Athletics. Favourite training drill? Small-sided games. Alex Kirk, about you. Favourite footballer? Ronaldo. If I could be any footballer, Virgil van Dijk. Best football attribute? Running at speed with and without the ball. The one thing I want to do in my football career? Win the World Cup. If I wasn't a footballer, I would be a... Athlete. Player I look up to the most. Socrates. Favourite TV series. Stranger Things. Best thing about being at Arsenal. There are lots of great opportunities to make progress. Ideal cheat meal. Chinese food. Alex Kirk around the academy. Who will definitely make it? Bukir Saka. Most skills in their locker. Kido Taylor Hart. Best passing range, Miguel Aziz. Most two-footed, Kido. Best touch, Miguel. Who would be the best manager? Tom Smith. Who's the most committed? Mazi Gogumbo. Who's the strongest? Arthur Okonkwo. Who's captain material? Mazid. Who's the funniest? Ryan Alabiosu. Most confident, Levi Lang. Who's better than they think they are? Ovi Ejihiri. Rate yourself. Pace, 10 stars. Dribbling, 6 stars. Passing, 8 stars. Shooting, 7 stars. Defending, 8 stars. Physical, 9 stars. Academy alumni. Rhys Murphy, at 28 years of age, former gunner Rhys Murphy is in the finest goal-scoring form of his career to date. The old school number nine has started the 2019-20 season in style with Yeovil Town, scoring eight goals in their opening 13 National League fixtures. The Glovers were relegated from League Two last season, ending their 16-year stint in the English Football League, but with the acquisition of Murphy in the summer, they've rediscovered their goal-scoring touch and find themselves third in the table, just one point behind league leaders Halifax. Rewind back to 2007, and Murphy had just broken into our reserve side as a schoolboy, having scored 17 goals in just 21 games for our under-18s. The highlight being an impressive run of form, where the youngster banked a brace in five consecutive league matches, 
before scoring the only goal in a playoff final against Tottenham Hotspur to win the 2008-9 Premier Academy League. Murphy never made a first-team appearance for the club, but his education at Hale End has placed him in good stead throughout his career. A well-travelled forward, Murphy has enjoyed a total of seven loan spells and played for 13 different clubs since 2009, proving himself to be a useful asset in England's third and fourth divisions. But it's in the National League over the past two seasons where Murphy has really stepped up, scoring 32 goals in his last 51 league appearances for Chelmsford City and Yeovil Town. Reese scored the goal that put Yeovil 1-0 up against Haringey Borough in the FA Cup last weekend, only to see it chalked off when the match was abandoned due to alleged racist abuse from the Yeovil supporters. Keep it up, Reese. Academy News. Cottrell shows his class. Despite slipping to defeat, our 3-1 loss to Chelsea in the Premier League 2 proved to be a special night for Ben Cottrell. The youngster was handed his first start at under-23 level and wasted no time in repaying Steve Bull's faith, scoring on the stroke of half-time to reduce the deficit to 2-1. Breaking forward on the counter, Cottrell slipped following Bolligan through on goal and he forced a difficult save out of Jamie Cummings, but Cottrell was alert and ready inside the area to pounce on the rebound and fire into an open goal. This will come as no surprise to those who have charted Cottrell's progression over the past two seasons. The 17-year-old played a key role in our under-18s title-winning 2018-19 season, scoring five and assisting three, and he started this term in equally impressive fashion, scoring two in two appearances. Top marks for Saka it's safe to say that Bukayo Saka has made a seamless transition to first-team football. With a goal and three assists to his name, in addition to a standout performance against Manchester United, the 18-year-old winger has received praise from all directions. Respectful, very hard-working and always willing to learn is how club captain Granite Xhaka described him, while former gunner Sas Fabregas took to Twitter to say, Saka is a player, 18 years old, and showing great maturity. But perhaps few people are prouder of the youngster's development than his teachers at Greenford High School in Ealing, West London, where he was a student from the age of 11 to 16. He was a role model of a student, assistant head teacher Mark Harvey, who also taught Saka PE, told Sky Sports. A lovely and respectful lad with a really nice attitude. He just carried himself in such a nice way. Sometimes you can teach students who are exceptionally good at football, but when you get them on a pitch, they just hog the ball or they want to show off with it. Bucko wasn't that sort of guy at all. If anything, he played down how good he was, which was really nice to see. He did his GCSEs with us before he left, and he did very, very well. All of his grades were high, particularly in English and maths. He also did business studies. He did RE. He did combined sciences. He just did very well across the board, which is amazing considering the amount of time he had out of school with his football. We tried to work with Arsenal as much as we possibly could. We knew how studious he was and the grades he was getting, 
so we were flexible about allocating him time out. His family were really supportive and always ensured he would do his homework, which for us was the key thing. Syrian continues to shine. Catalin Syrian has made a promising start to life in North London, assisting three goals in just four under-18 Premier League starts. The youngster grabbed two assists on his debut in our 5-1 win over Aston Villa before teeing up Luke Plange's equaliser in our 1-1 draw with West Ham the following week. A technical attacking midfielder with an eye for a pass, Syrian typically looks to operate between the lines where he can find pockets of space and receive the ball on the turn. He has a long way to go in his journey with Arsenal Academy, but further down the line, he'll be hoping to do something no other Romanian has achieved, play for the Arsenal first team. Academy reports by Sam Cox Premier League 2, Friday, October the 18th, Aldershot Town FC Chelsea under 23s, 3, Arsenal under 23s, 1 The scorers for Chelsea were Brown in the 17th and 56th minutes and Muller in the 32nd. For Arsenal, Cottrell in the 42nd minute. Playing for Arsenal were Hein, Swanson, Mavropanos, Clark, Bowler, Smith, Burton, substituted by Greenwood in the 86th minute, Cottrell, Coyle, Bulligan, Tommy. Subs not used, Alowu, Hilson, Amole, Medley. Mavropanos completed another 90 minutes. Cottrell scored his first ever PL2 goal. Balogun looked lively throughout. Our unbeaten run at the league came to an end as goals from Charlie Brown and Clinton Moller cancelled out Ben Cottrell's strike. Following Balogun came close in the opening exchanges, but after good work to gain space, his shot was well saved. The house almost took the lead when Dinal Seymour fired at goal from the edge of the box, but Zach Swanson's header diverted the danger away for a corner. Chelsea's pressure paid off minutes later when Brown raced behind our defence and slotted past Carl Hine. We responded well to going behind as Swanson saw his deflected cross bounce the wrong side of the goal line before Nathan Tormey fired a half-volley into the side netting from inside the box. The Blues grabbed a second, somewhat against the run of play, when Clinton Moller's strike, following a corner, took a deflection, wrong-footed Hine, and nestled in the back of the net. On the stroke of half-time, Bulligan saw a shot saved from inside the box, but Cottrell brought us back into the game when he fired home the rebound from inside the six-yard area. We came close to an equaliser minutes into the second half when Balogun slotted Tricoil into the box, but our forward saw his efforts saved from close range. Balogun thought he should have been awarded a penalty in the 52nd minute when he went down under a challenge from Jamie Cumming, but the referee was quick to wave away the protests. Chelsea's two-goal advantage was restored shortly after when Brown headed Billy Gilmore's cross past Hind from close range. Coyle was denied by coming once again after our forward struck a goal-bound effort towards the top corner, but the fingertips of the Chelsea keeper kept it out. Minutes before full-time, Muller weaved through our defence and shot from inside the area, but Hind made a great save to divert his effort wide. Arsenal Women The latest news and results from the Women's Super League Champions Conti Crushing
Continental Cup, Sunday, October the 20th, Meadow Park, Charlton nil, Arsenal 4. Scorers, Beattie, 34, Van der Donk, 45, 50, Mead, 48. Arsenal made it two wins out of two in Continental Cup Group B South by beating Charlton Athletic 4-0 at Meadow Park last Sunday. Joe Montemuro shuffled his pack with Emma Mitchell starting at right back and Louise Quinn and Catherine Vege making their first starts of the season either side of Jennifer Beattie in defence. The visitors, who are surprisingly bottom of the championship after picking up just one point from four games, were determined to defend deep and restricted the host to shooting from distance in the early stages, but were undone on 34 minutes when Beth Mead whipped in a brilliant cross for Beattie to stretch out a leg and score her first goal since returning to the club this summer. And Mead was at it again on the stroke of half-time, releasing Daniela van der Donk, with a delicately weighted pass to finish coolly past Katie's start-up. The England striker got on the score sheet herself after the break, fizzing a first-time effort into the bottom corner from a tight angle, before van der Donk wrapped up the scoring on 50 minutes when her 20-yard shot slipped through start-up's gloves. After two games, Arsenal topped Group B South on goal difference, having scored nine goals without reply ahead of Bristol City, who won 2-1 at Brighton and Hove Albion. Arsenal team. Zinsberg, Mitchell, Quinn, Beattie, Vege, Walty, Substitute Little, 62, Ruard, Nobbs, Van der Donk, Substitute Evans, 72 minutes, Midema, Mead, Substitute McCabe, 72 minutes. Subs not used. Payroud Magin, Williamson. 2019-20 stroke WSL fixtures. Sunday, 8th of September, West Ham United, 2-1. Thursday, 12th of September, Fiorentina, UCL, 4-0. Monday, 16th September, Manchester United, 1-0. Sunday, 22nd September, London City Lionesses, CC, 5-0. Thursday, 26th of September, Fiorentina, UCL. 2-0. Sunday, 29th September, Brighton and Hove Albion, 4-0. Sunday, 13th of October, Chelsea, 1-2. Wednesday, 16th of October, Slava Prague, UCL, 5-2. Sunday, 2nd of October, Charlton, CC, 4-0. Sunday, 27th of October, Manchester City, home. Thursday, 31st of October, Slavia Prague, UCL, home. Sunday, 3rd of November, Brighton and Hove Albion, away. Sunday, 17th November, Tottenham Hotspur, away. Thursday, 21st November, Bristol City, 7.30pm, home. Sunday, 24th of November, Liverpool, home. Sunday, 1st of December, Bristol City, home. Sunday, 8th of December, Reading, away. Wednesday, 11th of December, London Bees, 7.30pm, home. Sunday, 15th of December, Everton, 12.30pm, away. Sunday, 5th of January, Birmingham City, home. Sunday, 12th of January, Brighton and Hove Albion, away. Sunday, 19th of January, 
Chelsea, home. Sunday, 2nd of February, Manchester City, away. Sunday, 9th of February, Tottenham Hotspur, home. Thursday, 13th of February, Liverpool, away. Sunday, 23rd of February, Reading, home. Sunday, 22nd of March, Bristol City, 3pm, away. Sunday, 29th of March, West Ham United, 3pm, away. Thursday, 5th of April, Manchester United, home. Sunday, 26th of April, Birmingham City, away. Saturday, 16th of May, Everton, to be confirmed, home. 2pm, kick-off unless stated. Women's Super League table. Manchester City, played 4, won 4, drawn 0, lost 0, goal difference 7, points 12. Chelsea played 4, won 3, drawn 1, lost 0, goal difference 6, points 10. Arsenal played 4, won 3, drawn 0, lost 1, goal difference 5, points 9. Manchester United played 4, won 2, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference 3, points 6. Everton played 4, won 2, drawn 0, Lost 2, goal difference 1.6. West Ham United played 4, won 2, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference 0.6. Reading played 3, won 2, drawn 0, lost 1, goal difference 0.6. Tottenham Hotspur played 4, won 2, drawn 0, lost 2, Goal difference minus 1.6. Brighton and Hove Albion played 4, 1, 0, drawn 2, lost 2. Goal difference minus 6, points 2. Bristol City played 4, 1, 0, drawn 2, lost 2. Goal difference minus 6, points 2. Liverpool played 4, 1, 0, drawn 1, lost 3. Goal difference minus 4. Points one. Birmingham City played three, one zero, drawn zero, lost three, goal difference minus five, points zero. Continental Cup Group B. Arsenal played two, one two, drawn zero, lost zero, goal difference nine, point six. Bristol City played two, one two, drawn zero, lost zero, goal difference four. Point six. Brighton and Hove Albion played 4, won 1, drawn 0, lost 1, goal difference 2, points 3. London Bees played 2, won 0, lost 1, drawn 1, goal difference 0, points 3. Charlton played 2, won 0, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference minus 7, points 0. London Lionesses played 2, won 0, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference minus 8, points 0. Viv nominated for the big one. As mentioned in the Vittoria programme, Viviane Medima has been shortlisted for the 2019 Women's Ballon d'Or. Our striker is one of 20 players to have been nominated for the prestigious award following her superb 2018-19 title-winning season. 
Midema scored 31 goals across all competitions at club level before helping the Netherlands to reach the final of the 2019 Women's World Cup. Former gunner Sari van Wienendaal has also been nominated after playing a key role in helping the Women's Super League title return to North London. Another ex-Arsenal player on the list is Ellen White, who scored 39 goals in 72 games for us between 2010 and 2013. The full list of nominees reads Viviane Midema, Ellen White, Sam Kerr, Nilla Fisher, Amadine Henry, Alex Morgan, Denziva Maruzan, Pernilla Harder, Sarah Buhadi, Marta, Ada Hegerberg, Kozovari Aslani, Sofia Jakobson, Tobin Heath, Megan Rapino, Lika Martins, Sari van Wienendal, Wendy Renard, Rose Lavelle and Lucy Bronze. This concludes Arsenal Women. The official notice board. Make birthdays, weddings and welcomes Arsenal official. Birthday celebrations. Chloe Bailey, number one goalkeeper in the USA. A very happy 21st birthday. Love mum, dad and Ellie. Happy 16th birthday to Daniel Woodley from Mum and Family. Happy belated 10th birthday to our nephew and super striker, Al Fogg. Love Auntie Kirsty and Uncle Jay. Happy 5th birthday, Sonny Crane. Enjoy your first ever Arsenal match today. Guna for life. Love your millions. Mummy, Daddy, Arlo and Albie. Congratulations, Callum Kent, on your 18th birthday. Love Mum, Nan, Paul and Ashley. Happy ninth birthday to junior gunner Ben Middleton. Love Daddy Mummy, Poppy and Woody. Happy 60th birthday to our proud gooner Chris Chilsley. Enjoy the celebrations and most importantly, today's game. Love from all your family and friends. Adam McCallan wishing you a very happy 18th birthday. Have a great day. Love Mum, Dad and Eleanor. Happy 14th birthday to Jacob Sprig from Harlow. Have a fun-filled day. Love, Paul and Mum. Happy birthday, Frank Mullins. Hope you enjoy the game from Mandy, Nathan, Louis and Abby. Finn O'Toole from Belfast. Hope you enjoy your first ever game at the Emirates. Love, Mum and Dad. Happy 49th birthday, Martin Lopez. Love, Zoe, Chantel and Coral. Happy anniversary to Josie and Bingy Galvin. Love, Mark, and all your family and friends. Happy birthday, Chloe Wakeling. Love, Mum, Dad, Mark, Adam, and all your family and friends. Happy 37th birthday, Mr G. Enjoy the match. Lots of love. Lucy, Jack, Emily, and Ivy. Arsenal remembers. Barnley Meanly from Dublin. Passed away on August the 28th, 2019. A loving husband, father, grandfather and gunner. Loved and missed by all. Ron Griffiths. Your Arsenal cup stands empty, but people hearts that have known you are full, like Arsenal, will never be forgotten. Arthur Joseph Wells. Passed away peacefully on August the 21st, 2019. Devoted husband of Hilda, beloved father, grandfather and great-grandfather. Arsenal supporter for 50 years who attended games at Highbury and the Emirates with his sons and his grandson. 
Alfred George Truman, 1941 to 2019. Passed away in his sleep after fighting a year-long illness. Alfie, dad, was a passionate Arsenal supporter and will be looking down on his loved ones and the Gunners. Love you, dad. Oscar Pello, the kindest son, brother, grandson and friend we could have wished for. For Oscar, a 10-year-old boy full of character who led the life full of support and adventure. A keen footballer, boxer, skier and gooner for life. Forever in our hearts, from Ozki. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. John Martin Canty passed away surrounded by family on October the 1st, 2019, aged 81. Martin watched his first game age five and never looked back, attending many games in later years with his sons and two of his grandchildren, Hannah and Crusher. He will be greatly missed. Hashtag legend. Notices are free. However, we do recommend a £10 donation to the Arsenal Foundation, supporting young people in North London and globally. A donation of £25 secures a unique personalised matchday programme. It's £50 for a message in a highlighted section and a personalised version. Send to Notice Board, Highbury House, 75 Drayton Park, London, North 5, 1BU. Or email noticeboard at arsenal.co.uk or call 0207 704 4130 Arsenal Culture Club Over the decades, Arsenal have had a big influence on popular culture. Historian John Sperling looks at the Gunners' unique impact off the pitch. From pitch to publisher, Charlie Buckham. Not only was Charlie Buchan one of the finest players of his generation, he was also one of the most astute. Likening a footballer's career to that of a seaside landlady, Buchan was always keen to broaden his horizons. His much-publicised move to Arsenal in 1925 from Sunderland, which was Herbert Chapman's first signing as new Gunners boss, 
presented him with the opportunity to raise his public profile. Known for his opinionated nature, Buckham was much quoted in the London press at the time on topics as diverse as footballers hugging after scoring a goal, quote, a disgusting show of emotion, and smoking, quote, causes bad wind and heartburn. Wait until you have laid the foundation of a good constitution and then only take your pipe or cigarettes in strict moderation. Playing under Chapman extended Buckingham's career, but it only served to further fuel his raging intolerance of old-fashioned practices within the game. This frustration was channelled into his sports writing as he embarked on a career as a journalist. After retiring from the game in 1929, Buchan wrote cricket, golf and football reports for the News Chronicle. Legendary footballer that he was, Buchan became arguably more famous for his journalistic career than his achievements for Sunderland, with whom he won a league title, and Arsenal. Despite the onset of the Great Depression, newspaper sales skyrocketed in the 1930s and the erudite Buchan made his mark in the industry. As driven off the pitch as he was on it, he was particularly scathing of mirror journalists whom he labelled unforgivably arrogant after their prediction that England would beat World Cup winners Italy 10-0 before the infamous 1934 clash at Highbury. England narrowly won 3-2. Buchan's views weren't always right. After Arsenal's poor start to the 1937-38 campaign, Buchan wrote in the Daily Mail, Their decline is one of the surprise features of an amazing season, and one that is most unwelcome. The game cannot afford to have a poor Arsenal, because there is no other team capable of supplanting them. Arsenal eventually recovered to win the league. Along with fellow writers Roy Pescott and Archie Quick, Buchan founded the Writers' Association in 1947 and the group became well known for their hard-hitting views on important football issues. By 1950, the group had legitimate reasons for criticising the national game when, after travelling to the 1950 World Cup, they witnessed England's 1-0 capitulation to the USA. Buchan raged, There was no excuse for England's humiliation. I rated the Americans on a par with a third division team like Rochdale, yet by sheer guts and determination they humbled mighty England. England manager Walter Winterbottom ordered his players not to talk to Buchan afterwards. All complied except for full-back Alf Ramsey, who was keen to hear Buchan's critique. Buchan also branched out into football broadcasting, and a year after England's famous defeat at Wembley to Hungary, he commentated for the BBC on the return match in Budapest. The visitors lost 7-1. Unaware that there was a double microphone in the booth, his groans and sighs were audible to listeners in the UK, even when he wasn't speaking. Millions of listeners at home and abroad enjoyed listening to Charlie's measured tones with a slight London drawl, as he appeared in three slots on the BBC's light programme. Buckham previewed matches on Friday evenings and on Saturday lunchtime's sports parade, hosted by Eamon Andrews. On occasions, he delivered expert opinion on Sports Report at 5.30pm on Saturdays. Buckham's signature phrase, with which he often signed off, was And whether you are playing, watching or listening, here's to a good weekend sport. 
Yet it was the establishment of Charles Buchan's Football Monthly. Surely, argued Buchan, the game is popular enough to be worthy of the attention of our present leading writers, which ensured that his legend lived on. Our object is to provide a publication that will be worthy of our national game and the grand sportsmen who play and watch it. Red Buchan's first editorial in 1951. Colourful and collectible, the publication was devoured by future football commentator John Motson. At his peak in the 1960s, it sold over 240,000 copies per month. The magazine ran for 23 years in three different guises. It was subsequently renamed Football Monthly and Football Monthly Digest before closing in 1974 after 274 issues. Buchan's foresight and boundless enthusiasm, as he said, in life, just as in football, there is always something new and exciting around the corner, laid the foundations for shoot and match before the onset of football glosses in the 1990s. In its golden post-war era, football had never been more popular and Charlie Buchan was the prime mover and shaker when the written word held sway and sports broadcasting flourished. 35 years in the community. Our BTEC Level 3 course is an amazing opportunity. September saw our new students welcome to the Arsenal Hub, available to 16 to 18 year olds and providing the equivalent of three A-levels. The BTEC Level 3 course allows students to develop coaching skills and offers genuine work experience opportunities within the sports industry. Combining education with the opportunity to gain coaching experience within the community department of a professional football club is invaluable. Practical Delivery The Coach Education Programme is designed to give students the opportunity to develop important skills and gain qualifications with all areas of sport, whether this is coaching, teaching, officiating or performance support. Students will undertake weekly practical coach education sessions and work experience delivered by FA stroke UEFA qualified football coaches. The curriculum is aligned to the FA's England DNA philosophy, ensuring a seamless approach when students undertake FA qualifications. Throughout the course, work experience plays a vital role in students' development. Some of the opportunities previous learners have delivered in disability sport, social inclusion, football development, PE curriculum, after-school clubs, school and academy tournaments, Enrichment. Enrichment is an important part of students' college experience. We work hard to provide a wide range of unique activities in the areas of career preparation, employment opportunities and mentoring. The significance of preparing students for the professional workplace or higher education is reflected in ongoing activities throughout the course. Previous enrichment activities have included guest speakers, supporting a variety of club events, team bonding trips, first team and academy training ground visits and educational trips. Progression routes, employment. Previous students have been supported to gain direct employment in some of the following areas. Full-time coaching, sporting apprenticeships, Arsenal in the community coaching, personal training and teaching assistance. Academic. 
If the student's decision is to undertake a university pathway, our education team offers support throughout the application process to secure conditional offers. Previous students have undertaken a variety of degrees, including sports therapy, data analysis, sports management, teacher training, sports coaching, physiotherapy, journalism, event management. We would like to wish the students the best of luck the upcoming academic year. For information, contact Martin Davis on mdavis at arsenal.co.uk. Photo of the week. Arsenal in the community's Twitter account at AFC Community highlights some of this month's community work. Grandad's Dads and Lads Football Poetry Session, today part of at Islington Life, at Word Islington, Going Places Literary and Arts Festival. This concludes Arsenal in the Community. The Visitors, Crystal Palace, by Mike Hammond. Crystal Palace make the journey from South to North London this Sunday afternoon, buoyed by an encouraging start to 2019-20 that has brought them 14 points from nine Premier League fixtures, six of them from impressive away wins at Man United and West Ham. Indeed, Roy Hodgson's side went into last Saturday's home game with Man City, knowing that a win would actually lift them above the defending champions but it was not to be, as a 2-0 defeat left them sixth in the table. Finishing in the top half of the Premier League is a feat Palace have achieved just once before, in 2014-15, when, despite a mid-season change of manager with Alan Pardew replacing Neil Warnock, they finished 10th. In the last two campaigns, despite getting off to wretched starts, they managed to end up in 11th and 12th places respectively, so, having begun the season well, there is no reason why the South Londoners cannot realistically set their sights on finishing higher than ever before in the Premier League. Palace have the triple advantage of a settled squad, a vastly experienced manager, and a raucous following at Selhurst Park. They are also in their seventh successive season in the top flight, their first four forays into the Premier League in 1992-93, to 1994-95, 1997-98 and 2004-05, having all ended in immediate relegation. Steering clear of trouble is, as ever, the club's chief priority for 2019-20, but a consistent run of results in the league could yet expand those ambitions towards a place in Europe where, but for the Anglo-Italian and Intertoto Cups, they have never competed. There were understandable concerns among the Palace faithful that this season might get off to another false start when the club took just one point from their opening two games and then got knocked out of the Carabao Cup on penalties by Colchester, but a smash-and-grab 2-1 win at Old Trafford sparked the team into life, and but for a bad day at Tottenham in mid-September, where they conceded four goals in the first half, Palace's results since have been more than respectable, with home wins against promoted sides Aston Villa 1-0 and Norwich 2-0, plus a 2-1 victory at the London Stadium in their most recent away fixture. The Palace squad is largely the same as last season, plus ex-England centre-back 
Gary Carhill from Chelsea on a free transfer, the purchase of midfielder James McCarthy from Everton, and a permanent deal for last season's low knee striker Jordan Ayew. Although right back, Aaron Wan Bissaka was sold to Manchester United for £50 million, the retention of star winger Wilfried Zaha was seen by many fans as the club's best bit of summer business. Crystal Palace Fact File Founded 1905 Nickname The Eagles Stadium Selhurst Park Owners Steve Parrish Joshua Harris David S. Blitzer Chairman Steve Parrish Most appearances Jim Cannon 660 Top goal scorer Peter Simpson 165 Legend Times 2 Ian Wright, who joined Arsenal from the Eagles in 1991, was voted into Crystal Palace's all-time 11 in 2005. The England international scored 118 times for Palace and spearheaded them to promotion in 1988-89 by scoring 24 goals in the old second division. Midfield Maestro Former Arsenal and latterly Palace midfielder Mathieu Flamini co-founded a sustainable energy company, GF Biochemical. Set up in 2008, GFB produces the chemical Levulinic Acid, which has been identified as one of the 12 key molecules that could help produce a cleaner planet. Derby Day The South London club play in the A23 Derby against Brighton and Hove Albion. The derby intensified during the 1980s when both clubs battled in the old second division which saw Brighton change their nickname to the Seagulls to rival Palace's Eagles tag. Charity work. Eagles defender Joel Ward is involved with helping and supporting charity Faith and Football, a charity founded by former Portsmouth teammate Linvoy Primus. Ward grew up in the New Life Christian Church and has a verse from Corinthians tattooed on his arm. Teenage Dream John Bostock became the Eagles' youngest ever player when he featured against Watford at 15 years and 287 days old. He moved to Tottenham Hotspur in 2008 and enjoyed spells in Belgium and France before returning to England on loan with Nottingham Forest in the summer. Passionate Support Crystal Palace have arguably one of the best fan bases in England. An ultra group named the Homesdale Fanatics was set up in 2005 and can be seen with TIFOs and rapturous support at Selhurst Park. Head to Head 2019-20 Arsenal vs Crystal Palace Average goals per game Arsenal 1.4 Palace 0.9 Shots X blocked Arsenal 88 Palace 61 Percentage shots on target Arsenal 47.7 Palace 54.1 Cards Arsenal 1 red card 24 yellow Palace 20 yellow cards No red cards Fouls Arsenal 92 Palace 107 Percentage goals to shots Arsenal 14.8 Palace 13.1 Corner kicks Arsenal 71 Palace 41 Average goals conceded per game Arsenal 1.3
Palace 1.1 Match Report Vitoria SC Europa League Match Day 3 8pm Thursday October the 24th Emirates Stadium Arsenal 3 Vitoria SC 2 Arsenal Scorers Martinelli 32 Pepe 80 Pepe 90 Vitoria SC Scorers Edward 9 Duarte 37 Arsenal Team 26 Martinez 2 Bellerin 20 Mustafi Yellow Card 16 Holding 3 Tierney 11 Torreira 28 Willock Substitute 46th Minute 32 Smith Rao 15 Maitland Niles Substitute 46th Minute 9. Lacazette, substitute, 75th minute. 35. Martinelli. Substitutes, Leno, Chambers, Kolasinac, Guendouzi, 46th minute. Kebalos, 46th minute. Pepe, 75th minute. Saka. Vitoria SC team. 56. Miguel Silva. 3. Federico Venaccio. 6. Tabsulba, yellow card. 15. Victor Garcia, yellow card. 23. Edwards, substitute, 71st minute. 24. Agu. 28. Puha, yellow card. 29. Hanin. 70. Andre Almeida, substitute, 64th minute. 91. Davidson, substitute, 87th minute. 96. Duarte. Substitutes Douglas Pedro Enrique Leo Bonatini Rochina 87 Al Mizrati Andre Piera 71 Pepe 64 First half In the opening exchanges it appeared as though we were still suffering a hangover from our defeat at Sheffield United on Monday and we fell behind in the first 10 minutes. Former Tottenham youngster Marcus Edwards showed his composure inside the box to tuck past Emmy Martinez. Gabriel Martinelli got us back on terms on the half hour, heading home Kieran Tierney's fine volleyed cross for his fifth gunner's goal, three of which have been headers. Parity didn't last long, however. Davidson drove forward and saw his effort bounce off the post, but Bruno Duarte was on hand to fire home from close range. Second half. We needed a spark, and substitute Nicolas Pepe was the man to provide it. Summoned from the bench with 15 minutes remaining, he transformed the game with two expertly taken free kicks. First he curled home a low free kick from 25 yards, before he secured all three points in injury time. Matteo Guinduzzi won the free kick with a driving run and the Ivorian fizzed home a left-footed strike into the top corner to maintain our 100% record. Match stats. Total shots. Arsenal 15, Vitoria 17. Shots on target. Arsenal 5, Vitoria 3. Corners. Arsenal 11, Vitoria 3. Offsides. Arsenal 5, Vitoria 0. Fouls. Arsenal 12, Vitoria 12. Possession, 
Arsenal 68%, Vitoria 32%. This concludes Match Report Vitoria SC. From the fans, my Arsenal. We hear about your heroes' hangouts and heart-stopping moments. Email programme at arsenal.co.uk for your Arsenal questionnaire. Today's questions are put to Jonathan Bubb, aged 43, from Hitchin. Why are you an Arsenal fan? My uncle and granddad were fans and I was encouraged by lads in my street growing up to go along. First Arsenal game? Wimbledon versus Arsenal. Plough Lane, August 1990. Favourite Arsenal game? The nil-nil draw with Real Madrid, the final few weeks of Highbury. It was a thunderous atmosphere. Routine before kickoff? Little pub in Holborn. Favourite place to eat before a game? It was always a burger van on St Thomas Road in the Highbury days. One twenty a pop. Bargain. What's the best place in the stadium to watch from? Club level. I have been lucky enough to get a ticket there. What's the furthest you've travelled to watch Arsenal play? Dynamo Kiev, 1998. Favourite away ground and why? Goodison Park. It's a cathedral of football. Favourite piece of Arsenal memorabilia? Oh, the yellow away shirt from 1997 to 98 with the Adam Six on the back. What's the most obscure piece of Arsenal memorabilia you own? I have an old pin badge with We All Agree Arsenal and Magic on. Do you collect Arsenal programmes? Got hordes of them going back to the 90s. Anyone want to buy some? Whose name and number do you have on the back of your shirt? Pepe, 19. He's got talent and I want him to go on to be an Arsenal hero. Favourite ever Arsenal shirt? 1990-91 home shirt. Who's your all-time favourite player? Tony Adams for his never-say-die attitude and commitment to the cause. Do you have an Arsenal cult hero? Gilles Grimondo. He was an unsung hero of the 98 double-winning season. What's the best Arsenal goal you've ever seen live? Burkamp's first goal for the club against Southampton in 1995. What's your best debut performance you've ever seen? Glenn Helder against Nottingham Forest in 95. He may not have gone on to hit the heights, but his debut was an awesome show of trickery. Have you ever met any Arsenal players? Ray Parler at a festival in Essex last year. He was a gentleman and a credit to the club. Which current Arsenal player would you like to go to dinner with? Mbamiang. Looks like he likes a laugh. If you could erase one Arsenal moment from history, what would it be? Spurs at Wembley, 91. If you could be present at any Arsenal match in history, what would it be? Orderlech Fairs Cup Final, 1970. The stadium looked like it was rocking. If you could watch Arsenal play any side in history, what would it be? Brazil, World Cup side of 1982. So what's your top five reasons to love Arsenal? Number one, pride of London. Number two, a great part of London. Number three, history. Four, tradition. And five, local pubs. That was my Arsenal, today chosen by Jonathan Bubb, aged 43, from Hitchin. Thank you, Jonathan. Teams for Arsenal. Head coach Unai Emery. Red shirts with white sleeves, white shorts and white socks. 1. Bent Leno, goalkeeper. 2. Hector Bellerin. 3. Kieran Tierney. 5. Socrates Papastathopoulos. 8. Danny Ceballos. 
9. Alexandra Lacazette 10. Mesut Ozil 11. Lukash Torreira 14. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang 15. Ainsley Maitland-Niles 16. Rob Holding 19. Nicolas Pepe 20. Schroeder Mustafi 21. Callum Chambers 23. David Lewis 24. Rhys Nelson 26. Emiliano Martinez, goalkeeper 27. Konstantinos Mavropanos 28. Joe Willock 29. Matteo Ganduzi 31. Zird Kolasinac 32. Emil Smith-Rowe 33. Matt Macy, goalkeeper 34. Granit Xhaka 35. Gabriel Martinelli 77. Bukeo Saka For Crystal Palace Manager Roy Hodgson Dark blue shirts, shorts and socks 2. Joel Ward 3. Patrick Van Unholt 4. Luka Milivojevic 5. James Tompkins 6. Scott Dan 7. Max Mayer 8. Cheku Kuyarti 9. Jordan Ayu 10. Andros Townsend 11. Wilfried Zaha 12. Mamadou Sarko 13. Wayne Hennessy, goalkeeper 15. Jeffrey Schloop 17. Christian Bentike 18. James MacArthur 19. Stephen Henderson, goalkeeper 21. Connor Wickham 22. James McCarthy 23. Victor Camarasa 24. Gary Carhill 31. Vincente Guaita, goalkeeper 34. Martin Kelly 35. Sam Woods 44. Yaro Riedewald Match officials, referee Martin Atkinson Assistant referees Liebetz and Peter Kirkup Fourth official Tim Robinson VAR official Jared Gillett Additional VAR official Neil Davis Today's other fixtures Newcastle United vs Wolves at 2pm Liverpool vs Tottenham Hotspur at 4.30pm and Norwich City vs Manchester United at 4.30pm The Arsenal Foundation Helping young people fulfil their potential through education and sport Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.